Welcome to the Contemporary Story Discussions podcast run by Divya and Vidya Ramun. Continuing our celebration of the Mahashivratri, today we are going to narrate the story of one of the nine mars, Pusalar. Pusalar was a Brahmin from Tirunendravur in Tondai Mandalam. Pusalar was a poor man in terms of material wealth but rich in dedicated devotion towards Lord Shiva. His heart brimmed with love and devotion for the Lord. He was called Pusalar as his body was always smeared with vibhuti. He strongly desired to build a temple for Lord Shiva, but he did not have the money for it. He became the object of people's ridicule for his Herculean desire in his impoverished condition. However, he excelled in mental worship of the Lord. He mentally gathered the necessary materials required for building the temple. He laid the foundation stone on an auspicious day. He raised the temple and had even fixed an auspicious day for the installation of the deity in it. Meanwhile, Raja Simha Pallava, the king of Kanchi, had undertaken the task of erecting a temple for Lord Shiva as well. On the completion of the task, the king wanted it to be named Raja Simhaishwaram and duly consecrated. The day before the assigned consecration date, the king's heart was brimming with pride of having erected a beautiful temple for the Lord. With these thoughts, he fell asleep. The Lord appeared in his dream and stated that he will not be able to present himself in the consecration ceremony as he will be present in another ceremony for a temple built by an ardent devotee, Pusalar. Hence, the king was asked by the Lord to postpone his consecration ceremony in the temple built by him. The king woke up from his sleep and was intensely eager to have the darshan of the devotee mentioned by the Lord and also have a look at the great temple he had built which he thought would be far superior to his temple. The king immediately commanded the culmination of the ceremonies associated with the temple consecration and proceeded to check out on the temple of Pusalar. The king came to Tirunavallur and searched all over the place for the temple. He could not find any. Then he inquired about Pusalar. The king was perplexed on the results of his inquiry that Pusalar lived in poverty. Counting on the Lord's words, the king sought to meet Pusalar who was meditating under a tree. The king approached him and stated the purpose of his visit. Pusalar was stunned when he heard of the king's dream. Soon, he recovered and was filled with joy. He thought, how kind and merciful is the Lord. I am only a wretched creature and he has accepted my mental shrine as his abode. I am really blessed. He told the king that the temple was only in his mind. The king was greatly surprised to hear this. Admiring Pusalar's devotion, the king fell at his feet and worshipped him. Lo and behold, the king witnessed the consecration ceremony of the temple built by Pusalar within the caverns of his heart with the chanting of the Vedas and other ceremonial activities. The king realized through Pusalar that mental worship is thousands of times better than external ritualistic worship. He decided to consecrate the deity in his temple as Hridayalishwarar the one who abides in the heart. This temple is a wonderful witness to reinforce our spiritual fact that wholehearted devotion, 
surpasses everything else. Pusalar continued to worship the Lord in his mental temple till he attained his abode. It is to be noted that Pusalar is one of the 63 Nyayanmars stated in the Periya Purana. What a fascinating story! Thirunendravur is where this temple of Hridayalishwarar is situated which is not very far from Chennai. Interestingly, I have never heard of this temple before. Maybe during my next visit home, we should try and visit this temple. According to Wikipedia, the inner roof of the temple is fashioned like that of a heart divided into four compartments displaying Pusala's conception. Goddess Parvati in this temple is worshipped as Maragadambigai. Pusala's statue is found with folded hands in the shrine of Hridayalishwarar. Hridayalishwarar is also worshipped as Manavaleshwarar. Talking of mental worship, I am reminded of the story of Sage Narada. He asks Vishnu who is the greatest devotee and is disappointed to hear from Vishnu that it's an ordinary farmer on earth. Curious to know what made him the greatest devotee, Narada visited the devotee's house and observed it from afar. The farmer got up in the morning, performed his daily ablutions, fed the cows, took care of his parents and children and wife and then muttered a quick note of thanks to Lord Vishnu for taking care of everything. He then went to work ploughing the field and took his midday meals. Before his meals, he once again thanked Lord Vishnu for the food. Later in the evening, after all the activities for the day were done and he was just about to sleep, he muttered another note of thanks to the Lord for taking care of everyone. Narada was disappointed and told Vishnu, he only prays three times a day, and it's just a mention, not even a prayer. Why is he your favourite? Vishnu said he would explain and took Narada to a steep mountain with a rugged terrain. He then gave Narada a bowl of oil filled to the brim and asked him to take it round the mountain without spilling any oil. Narada was very nervous and compiled, taking extreme care not to spill the oil as he walked around the mountain. He came back victorious and told Vishnu he had completed the task perfectly. Vishnu congratulated him. Narada then asked, So, now, am I your greatest devotee? Vishnu gently asked him, How many times did you remember me or chant my name when you walked around the mountain? Narada stammered, But, but, I had to make sure the oil wouldn't spill. You only said so. Vishnu smiled and said, Yes, I did. And I put the farmer in the world with all its worries and duties. And he too walked around the world with his worries, but still found time to remember me and thank me three times a day. Narada smiled and understood. He had the paraphernalia and all accessories to worship the Lord, while the other only thought of the Lord three times a day. Yet, his pure devotion in the midst of everything else won over the Lord. True, how... The two stories are so similar, right? In both these cases, the devotees are performing Manasika Puja. Manasika Puja is doing worship of the Lord without any external materials. The entire Puja is imagined in the mind, including all the materials necessary for worship, and one offers all of these to the Lord as informal worship. This kind of worship is more powerful and demands concentration and mental participation. 
these stories teach that manasika puja pleases the lord even more than the external ritualistic worship however in the first case of pusalar we see that the manasika puja is a little more elaborate version whereas in the case of the farmer in the story of sage narada it is more commoner's form of uh, thanking the lord at every point in the day so we see that in the first story through his tiruvalladal lord shiva humbled the king's pride in the grandiosity of the temple he built he also ensured rajasimha palva made acquaintance with pusalar thereby fulfilling pusalar's desire to build a temple too this story symbolically represent the vedic principle of seeking the lord within one's heart and to ultimately lose oneself in him indivisibly which is what is realization pusalar sought the lord within himself which led to his liberation from the circle of birth and death in the words of ramana maharishi the greatest form of bhakti or devotion is to find and identify the lord within oneself to destroy even the least distance between the lord and one seeking to hope you enjoyed listening to this story till we come up with yet another story please keep telling and retelling these stories to your family and friends om namah shivaya om namah shivaya